0: friends, Isaac here. It's Tuesday, August 2nd. Welcome to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker and global brand publisher. He's founder, executive director of Global Hope India and CEO of Spirit Media. Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about The Writers' Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writers' Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Today, Kevin is joined by Temzala Bass of Nashville, North Carolina. Temzala is a sister in Christ, friend and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and Temzala to today's show.
1: Hey, hey, everyone. It's August the 2nd. Thank you so much for that warm introduction. I'm Kevin. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm waving at you right now. If you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, we're so excited to have you in the audience. The last couple of weeks, Temsala and I have introduced you to a new friend, Kumar. And last week he shared a powerful testimony. If you missed it, I hope you'll go back and listen to it. But today we want to talk about how the global church is a bottleneck church. How we are imposing traditions and regulations on the body of Christ that are not biblical. And we're talking about the bottleneck church. Whether you realize it or not, whether you're in France or India or the USA, Canada, Mexico, wherever you are, you probably are a part, like it or not, of the bottleneck church. And we want to unleash the church to live the dream we see in Revelation 7, 9 through 12. Listen to this interview, this conversation between Tim Silla and Kumar and myself. I'll be right back after the interview. I want to hold up this bottle here and just illustrate it because what you are sharing is something that I have really been sensitive to. This is like the kingdom of God, the bottle here, and this right here is man's church. And we become a bottleneck of the work of God. And that was that should never be. But we institutionalize, we formalize, we require ordination requirements that are not biblical. And I I don't mean that we just entrust leadership to the drunkard. That's not what I'm advocating for at all. I am saying we need to to release the kingdom of God and allow God to move in his people. You know, there are some churches, I would say the vast majority of churches, this is just one example, will only allow the paid professional minister that has been ordained to baptize believers. No one else, no other believers are allowed to baptize unless you are paid, professional, uh, staffed, ordained minister. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to find that in the Bible. No, it's yeah. not biblical. No. And yet it's a practice. It's a tradition of man that has bottlenecked the gospel. It has limited Matthew twenty four fourteen from being fulfilled after 2000 years after Jesus's death. And we're still waiting for roughly 3 billion people to have access to know about Jesus because we're limiting the access instead of allowing the access. And yeah. so I, I love house church movements. I know that they can be criticized. I know that they can be held suspicious that all of a sudden one church becomes 3,000, 3,000 becomes 3 million and on and on. And it's like, okay, can't even comprehend this it's not yes. it's not even conceivable but if there are 7 billion people on planet earth according to god's word there are 7 billion potential churches on planet yes. earth and yet we in our denominations want to say look at us we have 250,000 churches and yet World population is growing to 8 billion. Mm. We're celebrating yeah. 250,000 brick and mortar buildings. And that's a bottleneck to the gospel. We need to release the church to the believer. Uh, Martin Luther yeah. crucified or nailed to the church doors, his his thesis. And it was basically saying man's taking the salvation of God away from God and making it man. And in that day, churches were requiring offerings to be paid in order to go to heaven. And Martin Luther said, no, that is not biblical. Give God back to man. And he he put his thesis on the wall of the church. And today in 2022, we need more Kamars that are rising up and saying, give people access to God. Let Mm. believers go and baptize believers. Let Mm. disciples go and make disciples. Let Mm. churches reproduce churches.
2: Yes, and that's what, uh, you know, Paul was talking in Romans 10 too. Romans 10 verse 14, it says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear? Without a preacher, it doesn't mean without, uh, he's not saying, you know, somebody has to be an ordained minister or a pastor designated person per se, but it is a command for every believer that unless we go and tell, unless we go and share, unless we share the love of God, you know, th- there are people who are still waiting to hear about Jesus. And that's the command for every believer. And sometimes we just believe that only this certain group of people can share the gospel, but it is not. The command is for every believer. And that's what Jesus commands in Matthew 2, that for all of us to go and make disciples. And so that's a command for all of us. And when we obey, you know, $7 is not going to be enough. When we all obey as church body together, we can do it. We can do it. And we have to, wherever we are, we might be in the east, we might be in the west. It doesn't matter where we are. Just obey and reach out to people, our neighbors, people around us, your neighbors. Who knows? Your next door neighbor might be... Just crying out, hoping that somebody will come and share. And so let us not hesitate and obey what the word of God says and know that because of you, somebody is going to hear about Jesus. Because of the way you acted, somebody will know, somebody will see Jesus. And so we all have to think that way.
3: Yeah. Uh, recently also, I was telling people that when... We are in Christ. We have become a new creation. The new creation. Second Corinthians 5:17. It said, "The old has gone, and the new has come." What does it mean? A new has come, and what is that new? Is the new is the life of Christ. It's not going back to life of Kumar. Now is the life of Christ, and the life of Christ is only has two things. To the laws, share the gospel. To the believers, train them to share the gospel. These two things is important in our life. And that 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 is our lifestyle. I think this, this new creation is a very deep-rooted meaning. But people have taken it very light. What is that new creation? Now we are the creation of God. We have created in Christ now. So we should inbuild the mind of Christ. The Bible again says, you should have the mind of Christ because we are a new creation. Mm-hmm. So what is the mind of Christ? To go, share, make disciples, heal the sick or train the people. I think Paul also used the same thing. He had the mind of Christ and he was sharing the gospel, healing the people. And also he was training the people. That's why in Second Timothy, 2 Timothy 2 clearly says, train others. He was telling to Timothy to train others, to train others to do the same. So we, we all are in new creations. We are all uh, has to be a lifestyle of Christ, sharing to the people. And through the training where Tamsula invited, that's the point I came to realize: the church is not a building. Church means you and I is the church. I'm a new now. We build as a the Christ built church in our hearts. We are the church. So where the church can gather,
0: we can gather anywhere.
2: I remember the training where we asked people to draw what according to their understanding was a church. And I mean, 99.9 or 100% when that question was put, everybody drew a building. Everybody drew a building. I want to tell you something. This pandemic
3: has helped most of the mega churches in our region mm-hmm. to know who is the church. Yeah. So now after this, the Lord gave me to focus urban and we call metro light City because it came in my dream on 20th August 2021 mm-hmm. and the Lord was showing me at the darkest place he was taking me and it was full of huge buildings. and suddenly uh, when he took me to two steps I saw all the All the buildings popped up with lights and the train was moving from top. So early morning when I got up, I saw, wow, that is metros where we always do in a eating meeting and sitting, we used to say, in the conference hall, in the big cities, but we never do the gospel sharing. Now the Lord is pushing me. How shall I do it? So when I went, after this lockdown, I talked with the mega churches, they were happy so i would say this pandemic really helped mega churches to realize that uh, the mega the churches means not the not the big ordained minister but the people the members of the mega churches they already came to know that we can meet in homes we can have church through zoom they already got the message so it was easy and now in metro lights Uh, 148 mega churches are going daily every day sharing the gospel Mm. I have all the record you know so people are happy and things are going on very well
1: yeah yeah I just want to once again just mention the sovereignty of God. God did not go to sleep when COVID nineteen was yes. was identified. He did not say, "Okay, I'm just going to have to put my kingdom building and a kingdom expansion strategy on pause and let this let the world heal from the from the virus." If anything, God used the virus for His glory. He shut down billions of dollars of brick and mortar. Think about Mm -hmm. it. All of these churches prioritizing the building of the church, and there's nothing necessarily sinful about that unless we idolize that More than we do the presence, the peace, the power of Almighty God through the infilling of the Holy Spirit into the individual believer. If we begin to say, there's where the presence of God is in my brick and mortar, instead of teaching them that the presence of God is in you, wherever you are, regardless of brick and mortar, then we are misrepresenting the Bible. And God shut brick and mortar down allowed the virus to shut down thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars of facilities sitting vacant for days, weeks, months. Why? Because he wanted to return the presence of God, the value being I'm going to go into God's presence to I am going to exhibit God's presence. Now, unlike ever before in our modern recent history, we now have believers around the world. If you are a believer today, you have survived by finding the Holy Spirit within. You can't, you can't survive. You can't come home every day to the evening news or what you read in the paper and think, I am a living as an orphan until I can go back to church this coming Sunday and be in God's presence. You're not going to survive. You're not going to make it to Sunday anymore. You've got to find the presence of God day by day, moment by moment within you through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's been the gift. That's been the promise. That's been the the provision of Almighty God. But yet we had it wrong. The church had it wrong when we valued facilities more than the infilling of the Holy Spirit. After the facilities closed, what do you hear the preaching word? It is God is with you. Mm. (laughs) The universal word around the world from church over here, church over there, church over there, mega church, live stream here, live stream there, internet, sermon. It was one common thing. God is with you. (laughs) You are not alone. God, God is with you. And yet they're not sitting in brick and mortar anymore. And so, Kamar, talk to us, because one of the things we don't yet have, now what we have is the virus is subsiding, the symptoms are subsiding, it's now safe to go back out, and all of a sudden, brick and mortar is becoming now another value, at least in the Western world. What we don't hear is the training of the believers to be the ambassadors, the ministers, the pastors, the evangelists, the church planters. And if we're not careful, we're gonna go back into where we're just saying, feed me pastor, instead of me being the pastor. And there you have it. Are you a part of the bottleneck church? I am. I don't like it, but it's a reality. We are imposing regulations, traditions, thoughts, and ideas about God that are not biblical. And instead of freeing the believer to go and be commissioned to go reach other believers, to baptize other believers, we are putting it into a formal church. I love the church. I'm not wanting to be critical of the church. I've been a church planner my whole life, and evangelism is a high value, a top priority in my life proclaiming and demonstrating the love of christ has been my investment in global hope india for the last 20 years i've lived this out but the reality is the bible calls the individual believer to be the church you are the church I am the church. It's not brick and mortar. It's not a building. It is the people. And I hope you heard that loud and clear. And I hope you'll join us in living the dream. We'll see you back here next week on the Living the Dream Show. God bless you all. 3 billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Just how many is 3 billion people? It takes one second to say hello to one person. If you wanted to greet 3 billion people, it would take you 100 years of saying hello non-stop. Global Hope India has been empowering local churches throughout India to provide access to Jesus to the 1 billion unreached souls in India. You can make a difference now at GlobalHopeIndia.org. That's
0: GlobalHopeIndia.org. thank you for listening to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us worldwide on Amazon, Barnes and & Noble's, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. <coughs> this has been Living the Dream with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is copyright Kevin White International Incorporated. All rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of living the dream as people of every nation, tribe and tongue worship Jesus together on earth today as it already is in heaven. Remembering the gift of God's presence through Jesus Christ is accessible to everyone. Join us again next week for Living the Dream with Kevin White.